Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am excited to have Chris Lautenschlager as my guest, and let me tell you about his great background. He is a seasoned sales and business veteran with a master's in finance and economics from Northwestern University. His 40-year career began on the floor of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, where he started his first business in partnership with his brother, Curtis. With the introduction of electronic trading, he transitioned to Wall Street to participate in this disruptive new technology. As a senior sales executive with some of the most prominent financial institutions, he learned the business practices that can propel or crush a company's potential for success. He was able to apply those lessons as a founder and board member of a small business, which developed into a publicly listed company on NASDAQ. During his vast experience at the heart of the financial world, Chris weathered and witnessed the personal and social impacts caused by the increasing speed, complexity, and volatility of the industry. He observed and recognized how extraordinary the wealthy rarely shared credit or the wealth with the employees, vendors, and community that made the organization's success a reality. Driven by an unshakable desire to partner with leaders of small and medium businesses, Chris founded Get Looped LLC as a platform to showcase the value and benefits of collective prosperity for people, businesses, and communities. Today, he helps businesses and CEOs incorporate prosperity in collaboration with profitability into their business practices. Today, I thought our theme would be building a culture of value, how investing in your employees can boost profitability, Please join me in welcoming Chris Lautenschlager. Chris, that I, I know your background was a little bit longer than sometimes I read, but it was such a great story, a great insight as to how you can be as a leader, as opposed to how some people are just Wall Street profit-driven and forget the benefits of, of the people behind it. We always start with an easy question. Where do you call home? Where do you live? I grew up and have returned to Chicago. Ah, 
Chicago. So I'm a Midwesterner. I yeah. grew up in the suburbs of Chicago with a, a, a middle-class family. Um, in fact, when I took my daughters, I have three daughters, they're all in their 20s and smart, independent, mm -hmm. uh, professional women. Um, when I took them to my home and knocked on the front door and said, excuse me, I know this is a little awkward, but I used to live here. And I'd mm. love to show my daughters what life was like when we were growing up. So um, there was a living room, a dining room. There was a kitchen. There was my mom's dad's bedroom, which had one closet, not a walk-in, mm -hmm. nothing like they're used to. <laughs> it had a, a, one bedroom where the three boys had triple bunk beds and my sister's room. And... That was it. And they were flabbergasted. They were just like, I, I, this is where you grew up. And we had the nice house in the neighborhood. Um, yeah. We, um, and, you know, again, I, I feel very fortunate with, uh, with all the hard work that my family did to, mm. to allow us to be able to we had a swimming pool in the backyard, so yeah. uh, we were able to uh, put food on the table, go to the schools that we wanted to. Um, they, they cared for us. Uh, it's, I, I think our ability to manage our expectations and be grateful for the things that we have and, and with the capacity to be, um, to be anxious or excited yeah. about the future that we're creating is really important. Yeah. When you're talking about that, I, I right away I thought, oh, that was a Miranda Lambert moment where she has a song about visiting her home uh, and the porch and all that. And so, yeah, and similar backgrounds, you know, for me too. My mom never worked until I was in high school, so my dad worked three jobs so that he could provide for us. Um, and and I think sometimes, you know, it's good to take our kids and our grandkids back to those times so they can appreciate the simpler things knowing that we were still happy we didn't have all the gadgets and gadgets and things but we played and we had fun with friends and family and it was awesome and it all worked yeah. so i grew up in in the chicagoland area um when um, my father passed and and i finished grad school i met a woman who i married and became a children. Um, she's a great woman. And her family was from New York. And uh, they were um, beckoning me to come to New York to explore the, the amazing possibilities of working on Wall Street. And I wanted to be a titan of finance. And I thought that sounded terrific. And so I gave that a shot. Um, I, I want to walk back a little bit. And growing mm -hmm. up in that household in Chicago, I should mention that I grew up in a family that was a small business family. Oh. My father, um, shortly after I was born, started a, a company. And um, let me tell you a little story about that, Vicki. Mm -hmm. Like most small businesses, my dad started his company kind of by accident. <laughs> he and his brother, Ben, were patching some holes in Ben's driveway and a neighbor stopped by and said, hey, would you mind patching the holes in my driveway too? I'll pay you. Boom. And a business begins. And a business begins. You know, 
BNC, Ben and Kurt Paving Company, was born. Oh, so cool. And growing up in a family business, anytime I wasn't in school, my dad would wake me up at four in the morning and drag me to the local business place called Doris's Diner. It's where all the local business owners started their day. They'd all be sitting around this big table, drinking coffee, talking about their families, talking about their businesses, and being from Chicago, talking about how bad the Celts were playing again that yeah. year. <laughs> part of everyday conversation. And I bring up Doris's because it's such an important part of community. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I love about small businesses is they mm-hmm. are the fabric. They are the soul of our community. Um, and I think, you know, it's so easy to get tied up into the, quote, convenience or a selection of what large big box stores have available for us. Um, you know, for the convenience, electronic shopping, I, I, I still buy some things electronically. But the connection and the, and the importance of building those relationships with our local businesses is what binds us together and what yeah. creates our, our, our humanness. I'm a huge advocate of the rehumanization of business, mm-hmm. of the reconnection of our relationships and business. So, you know, I, I, after we went to Doris's Diner for breakfast, my dad, we'd go to work and I learned to do every job possible at that company. I'd manage traffic on busy city streets. I shoveled hot asphalt on sweltering summer days in Chicago and it gets hot here. Yeah. I even drove that, those big, huge steamrollers. People are like, is that fun? <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> it actually is my fun. grandson's dream to drive one of those. It's either that or the Zamboni at the hockey uh, game. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Anyways, my favorite part of working was when the job was done. My dad and I would go and meet with the customer in person. We'd shake hands, make We'd connect, we'd appreciate each other. It meant so much to my father's business being memorable. Yeah. And more importantly, particularly for a small business, for Yeah, you know, for sure. We all get pulled into technology of trying to generate new customer business with clicks or ads or etc. But even to this very day, 70 to 80 percent of small businesses clientele, their revenue stream comes from referable business. Yeah. So I'm a big advocate of making sure that we take the time to create memorable experiences with our customers. Yeah. And one of those ways, I know it sounds really simple, but one of those ways is to make human contact yeah. and say, thank you for your business. Mm. I know every time someone does it for me to this very day, it leaves an impression and I want to go and do more business with that person. Yeah, that's so very, very true. So how do you, as Chris, define leadership? 
you embody what you preach. Yeah. You say what you do and you do what you say. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of quote techniques, tactics, and strategies. But I'm a big believer in understanding what drives you. What are your values? And when it's funny when I say values, people immediately think of Moses on the mount with the Ten Commandments. <laughs> when I talk about values, I talk about Taking the time, and I actually am creating a class right now um, that is all about this. Taking the time to understand what makes you, yeah. what brings you purpose. Mm -hmm. I actually have a board here that lists my values right on it. And for reminding example, you. reminding me because yeah. it makes decision making super yeah, easy, particularly absolutely. when it comes to leadership. It's like, well, does this bring me closer or farther to the things that make me happy? Mm -hmm. It's not what I think other people want. It's, it's what makes me happy. And when I'm happy in my business and in dealing with others, life goes so much better, mm -hmm. so much better. So one of the top ones that I have, and they're not in any particular order. I went through and spent some time going through exercises and really thought it through because most people myself included, for many, many years, just go through life checking off the to-do list. Yeah. got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to take the kids here. I got I to gotta meet this X, Y, Z. Why? Mm. And if, you know, I understand it's about paying the bills and making money, but small businesses, the joy of small businesses is that we get to do more than just make money. Yeah. We get to create an impact. We get to have a relationship with people. We get to choose how we interact and guide our life. Mm -hmm. And so my list of values helps define that. One of the top ones, just by chance, was freedom. Freedom. And it occurred to me that my most fulfilling times in life were when I wasn't being told what to do. Yeah, I call it that streak inside of me, whether it's it's a, re a rebellious young man or whether it's just wanting to be able to be responsible for my own decisions. But from starting my own business on the floor of the exchange to running my own business now, sort of come full circle, comparing that to working for an organization, even good organizations, being told what to do. Just yeah. never fit my persona. Yeah. Um, even though I was doing all the right things, I got a great degree. I went to work for the best firms. I got a made a lot of money, um, but I never felt that level of excitement of going mm -hmm. to work that I feel as I feel today. I got out of bed this morning and jumped out of bed, saying, "This is going to be a great day." I have a full day of. Being in touch with people, making an impact with people, generating revenues, um, and having fun all along the way. And part of that is because I figured out, I took the time to identify what I like and what I don't. Yeah. So when there's an opportunity to go and work for someone, I kind of shy, not kind of, 
I shy away from that. Like, no, thank you. I enjoy being responsible um, for my own world. And once you identify these guideposts, these values, away you go. That's what makes leadership easy. It's not yeah. just what you do. It's how you do it. Yeah. Awesome. And as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, um, sitting around at that table with all those older gentlemen, and then what kind of vision or lessons were you taught about leadership at that point? And then as you moved into that corporate environment, what lessons were you taught there and, and how did they contrast? I, I kind of know because I've been in the same places that I'd love for you to share. Um, you know, I think a lot of times you, when you get fortunate enough to start and are exposed to those small business owners and then you go to corporate, I think you tend to think, well, you, they got it wrong. And then until you see how right they had it. So talk to me about this. So I'm going to talk about the pot. I already talked about the positives of being a small business, the relationships, having an impact, being able to um, make your own world. The positive of working in corporate, particularly in the world that I was working in, was that I had a chance to work with world-class superstars. Um, I got a chance to work on global projects that, that were complex um, and challenging. I got a chance to travel around the world and interact with multiple cultures. Um, I got an opportunity to be held to very high standards. So those are all lessons that I took away from that experience that do me well to this very day. So that's what I encourage anyone that's in an environment, that's in a working environment, um, to look at their current world and identify how is it investing in my skills. Because, mm -hmm. um, well, back in my day, there was a time when I thought that I'd always be doing the same thing for the rest of my life. And this is, I think, um, being a public speaker, being an educator, um, is maybe the fourth interaction, interact, inter <laughs> the fourth development of a career that I've yeah. had. Um, and the great news is, is that I'm building on the skills that I acquired, many of them, in a corporate environment. Yeah. What I found about a corporate environment, particularly in today's world, is that this singular focus on increasing shareholder value, on driving everything towards the bottom line, mm -hmm. is poison. Poisons. It creates a infrastructure that um, feeds upon itself, I think, to the detriment of, of the employees, the detriment of the vendors, the detriment of the customers, to the detriment of our society. Mm -hmm. I think we can all look at some of the very large organizations that we interact with, of just simple, we're talking about finance. Let's talk about your bank. Most likely, 
choose it. But many of us default to one of the large national organizations. We get the sense that they don't care for us. Mm. We get the sense that we're nothing more than a revenue stream. Mm. We get the sense that they really aren't focused on satisfying our needs, but view us as nothing more than a cog to satisfy their needs. You are right. That is exactly They don't care about mm. But your local banker, your local bookstore, your local office store, the national chains. And again, will I walk into a national chain or use a national chain? For whatever reason, of course, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But I am saying that our purchasing decisions, how we utilize our dollars, we find here, we find there, makes significant difference mm -hmm. in our lives, in our relationships. When you invest in your local business, they're there most likely because they live there. They're there taking their kids to the same schools, to the same playgrounds, to the same places of worship. Mm -hmm. They're there investing in our streets, in our in our uh, safety. They're there supporting our lifestyles as mm -hmm. we're supporting theirs. Mm -hmm. Those contrasts in regards to culture, do they care for us or do they not? Yeah. permeate from the top to the bottom of an organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can um, appreciate that. So what is your favorite productivity hack that entrepreneurs and small business owners can use? Oh, productivity hack. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Every morning, every night, I journal. Ah. I journal about what I'm grateful for. I journal about what I did that was success. I identify one thing I can keep with it, mm. and I plan my next thing. How am I going to see? What are the three things? Sometimes only one, but the three things that if I do, will move my goals forward. Oh, very good. And I carve out the morning. I don't put the timing on it. My team knows, unless it's an emergency, they can, they can reach. But mm -hmm. really, I'm a morning person. Those getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning actually served me well today. <laughs> I didn't think so when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, gosh. But they do. Um, <laughs> I focus on getting what's important done. So yeah. the most, you call it a hack, uh, it's a priority. When you 
effectively prioritize mm-hmm. how you're going to spend a portion of your day. You can let the rest of the day run rapid, so to speak, um, as you respond to the various needs of your business. But if you make the effort to understand what your priority is and do it, you'll get more done, make more progress than any kind of short-term app or strategy you might want. That's great advice. Well, we have zoomed through our time. I'm going to have to have you back because I have more questions that I'd love to ask, and we could probably talk for another hour. But I I will do one rapid fire. So that would be who has impacted you most in your life and why? <laughs> you can just narrow to one. Person, okay. Maybe. Actually, I'll keep it brief and I'll keep it super honest. Bill Wilson, an alcoholic, by being sober and in recovery, has changed my entire life capabilities. For okay. anybody out there that's listening that is struggling or feels or questions whether or not they need help in, in some of their addiction behaviors, there's a solution. Bill Wilson, alcoholic. Awesome. Well, guys, if you want to, guys and gals, if you want to connect with Chris, I'm going to be sharing my screen, as I always do, and I always remind you that if you weren't taking notes, shame on you, but um, we will be giving you the website that you can be able to connect with him through that. Um, You always can see all of this information that I'll be sharing on my findyourleadershipconfidence.com website, as well as my YouTube Vicki Nettling channel. The website is https colon forward slash forward slash get dash looped dot com. Again, get dash looped dot com. Facebook is get looped and there's some weird numbers there, but don't worry if you just search get looped, you'll find it. LinkedIn is Chris dash Lawton Slugger and Twitter is Get Looped LLC with a capital G, capital L, and Get Looped. Again, Get Looped LLC for Twitter. I'm going to let Chris talk about his call to action of what you can find on his website or the social media sites that may help you as you are growing as a leader. Chris? Sure. Um, as Vicki had said, uh, you can reach me at my website, getlooped.com. You'll be able to find my book, uh, The Prosperity Loop. You'll be able to identify where I'm speaking or reach out to me if you'd like for me to do a speech for you and your team. Focused on small businesses. I help organizations be able to reach small businesses and connect with them. Uh, and we're in the process of creating my five series on value, how to identify them, how to implement them, and how to. That's where you'll be able to find all of the work that we're doing. Awesome. For those of you uh, that want to, again, connect, go to getlooped.com. And as always, thank you, Chris, so much for being such a great guest, telling us wonderful stories and giving us great advice. And I hope uh, that people took note of the value of being a small business and an entrepreneur and having the community that will bring back the necessary connections that you need to just 
be happy as a business owner and uh, entrepreneur. As always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.